Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Home Edition. I am Perspective Radio. We are here, back, like kind of uh, next to each other. We started this journey in January. No, maybe I should just stop this and do it again. It's fine. She's 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> we started this in January in the radio station WEMS Radio out of Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to WEMS Radio, all the family. Um, and we were, we had such a ball in there, man. We had we had a lot of fun in there. Hey, now you live. Yeah, we had a lot of fun in there. I gotta go live here too. Um, and then quarantine hit, the COVID hit. Uh, we're gonna touch on a lot of that in a moment, but this is the first time after some weeks that we've been able to sit and talk. So this, this feels it feels good to be on the same side of the screen with you and not <laughs> trying to manage things um, from across the screen. And so for those of you who are maybe joining on to Facebook Live right now, you yeah. can actually join in on YouTube and also www.wems.radio.com. Uh, tonight's episode, episode 16, we're actually, you know, we decided not to have any guests join us tonight. We um, thought maybe we should actually just talk about ourselves and everything that we've been up to. Um, we've been up to a lot these past two months now that we've been in quarantine. Yeah. I think it's, right? it makes it spot. It's literally about to be two months. March I don't 13th. even know what time No, I remember March 13th. I remember March 13th really well because that day, <laughs> um, it was, I think, when we finally realized, like, something really big was about to happen and life-changing in many different ways. Um, we were personally working on some huge conferences. We had both a women's conference on March 28th and a men's conference plan for April 25th. And we were partnering up with and connecting with a lot of people. We had workshops after workshops we had different sponsorships um we had five different panels going for each um event that we were hosting we were just there was a lot happening and um march 13th we were actually coming in to do an episode at the radio station when um it was four o'clock we were at the coffee shop waiting to go in and our show you know airs on at six mm -hmm. and um as we go in, as we're sitting there, I get a text from our guest, Miss Lucinda Cross. Um, if you have not caught that episode, definitely check it out. Shout out Lucinda. Yes. That was a dope, dope episode. That really was, right? So um, she sent a text. She's like, I was about to leave, um, but we just got a notice that that new Rochelle is shutting down. It's going into lockdown, quarantine, and so she can't obviously come out. And I think that's when we kind of looked at each other and we're just like, what, what do you mean quarantine? Like, what? Lockdown? What? Yeah, right. What is happening we, right now? We heard the word quarantine before COVID, mm -hmm. like, before they were really talking about it here. Like, right, before we, while we were still out, yeah. We went straight to quarantine, you know, uh, and then everything changed. Everything changed. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the purpose of this episode today is because that happened and we just have kept going. We, we took, I think nine days off <laughs> we, we took like, yeah we were like down for like <laughs> nine solid days um and for a lot of people people have just been moving forward and moving forward and we wanted to reflect a little bit about where we're at now why we do what we do why we 
hear um, what is our perspective. You know, we've given this thing our all for the last umpteenth years, months. Let's um, see, I said I'm not going to give it a number because it could be two, it could be three, but like we've been conceptualizing this for our whole life, you know, and that's something we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, I know I have friends, I got people who they see my shirts and they they know what we're doing a little bit, but um, this is a time we all home. Uh, What's dope about now is that there are a lot of people who've been watching us around the country and they're like, oh man, I wish I could come to that event. Oh, that sounds like a dope conversation. I wish I could have been in that room. Um, And now we're all in the same room. So that was the first thing that happened that after the the pandemic, after after the pandemic, damn, so much right in it still. After they shut things down, and we had to come come to an understanding of what what was purpose, what was our purpose, you know, yeah. and that circles back around again to why why are we even having this conversation now? When we were doing this, and everybody could run about and we could drink and have happy hours, it was still like, why are y'all doing this? Why are you having conversations? Yeah. We're up at WEMS Radio, and there's all types of live. Uh, events is hip hop uh, shows and all kinds of shows and me in there talking. <laughs> um, I actually um so for those of you who maybe don't know what we have been up to, what we've been doing, because I think um, we've been doing the work for a long time, and I think both of us have been doing the work even before we've been officially doing the work, which we consider to be I am perspective. Um, somewhere between two and three years, we kind of fight on the day a little bit but um when we first started out i am perspective our original vision and intention was to really create spaces for people of different backgrounds to come and sit and have genuine honest conversations and our goal was always to create like we understand what's going on in this world i think we both have a healthy level of a reality check but also maybe hope for better and for something different. And so our first declaration really, we were only committed to 12 events. We're like, we're gonna have one conversation a month. Mm-hmm. And that was really just from- Yeah, we did say 12. 12, like, right? Bitch, from the bottom of our hearts. I'm not doing this, for, <laughs> this is, I'm not a freedom fighter. We're doing this 12 solid times. Mm-hmm. That was our first year. Um, by our second year, we had an additional 36 events. Um, 36 events, right? And not all, only in New York, but we were in different states. We were in Orlando. Um, I had an opportunity to host an event out in Amsterdam just this October. Um, and yeah, it was fulfilling being able to be in front of people, um, hosting different dialogues. We posted all different topics. Right, right. Um, what were some of your favorite topics? Like, do you remember off the top um, of your head? Really, I think the LGBTQ panel always pops up for me um, because there was just so much uncovered and discovered, I think, even within that community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when we started Perspective, we were like, it's not just about you learning my perspective. It's about people learning perspective within their communities. Just because we're Black doesn't mean all the Black people see the perspective like I do, you know. you definitely have a different perspective than uh, a lot of Bengalis out here. So I think that one stood out. Um, 
I love the black mental health, black men's mental health. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Sup, peace, peace, y'all. Um, the uh, I don't know, man. We did so many. The religion, we did the religious perspective twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember hearing somebody say at one of those that that was the first time they had a genuine conversation about religion in twenty yeah. something years. You know, they've been arguing and fighting with people the whole time. So. I love them all though. I love them all because be it big or small, we had some really great turnouts and that's a, that's another conversation of what's great. Doing this work has really made us look at shit like that, right? Like, oh, a great turnout is a room full of people. But what if we get five people in a room and they have the most dynamic conversation and those people then influence their families, you know? So it's like we have we had some really great convos uh in each one of the the events that we did and now that we're here at a very digital age see nessie's on her digital fidget (laughs) now that we're at such a digital age i think a lot of people haven't seen the reason why we started this the fact that we did this one-on-ones we did we got people in new york man we got strangers in rooms having conversations we had we had strangers in there coming together and and not for shits not because it was nothing to do people were walking away with real uh tangible change um yeah i think um we've we've made we've learned a lot of things just doing a lot of these events ourselves but i think a lot of other people have also had the opportunity to learn things and we don't always realize um, what it is that they're going to take away because we've never had the, we've never been the ones to force our agenda, right? Like we're really looking to create safe spaces, open conversation. Um, why is that? Hmm? Why did we, why, why conversation? What, what's the thing behind that? What is the thing behind perspective for you? I think for me personally, if you are creating a space where if you think you're going to get attacked for what you're going to say, you're not going to say it, right? And so I think that's why a lot of us are, have been maybe hiding behind the computer screens or um, just in general not wanting to ruffle feathers or because we think that it's going to be taken a certain way. Like if you ask a question, if you want to know something more about someone, I think we people find it offensive. Um, for me, I had my first panel that I think I did was non-politically correct by the big sister tea party and i was able to sit on this panel with an elected official right another elected official not you know um and she left this meeting this panel discussion probably feeling the best that she's probably felt from any of her events um because she was able to speak freely and she was able to say exactly what it is that she wanted to say and i think that was something that was important for both of us to be able to be authentic Right, like we're not here, we're not making up shit. Mm. Like even today, um, you know, we have some things that we want to talk about, but at the same time, we are going to be authentic and open with you guys, right? We're not um that's we're always happy. Let's just <laughs> peace family. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk about all this in my neighborhood where I'm from and all mm-hmm. <laughs> shout, out, angles, shout out to everybody you know checking in. Yeah. Yeah, we got angles. <laughs> um yeah, so cause we do have people checking in and yeah. they, they have no idea what this is. Iron perspective is essentially 
what is it? We have all the verbiage. The higher perspective is this. So it's changed for me over time. How do we, how do I fix this? I'm going to just stop this. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the end of the video too. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to. Yes, that's nuts. Yes, I'm going to stop it. Um, so, <laughs> what was the question? So, I am perspective, right? <laughs> you got to be serious. We out here doing real life-changing shit for real. Yes, yeah, now like, I remember what the question got, No, I said you got to be funny. Gotta enjoy yourself. Yes. <laughs> um, we started off as being a safe space. We want to create unity and peace. I think that's one of our biggest missions. Like, we don't want to live in this world that we're living in and the way that it's currently run. Yo, this shit sucks, man. We all know it. Yeah, there's like, a lot of, sucks. you know, fucked up shit happening before coronavirus. Um, it's going to continue, right? Um, and really knowing that neither one of us were okay with the state of the world, we know we had something, maybe a part to play. Um, I don't think we necessarily realized maybe what that part was fully until just now, maybe until this whole coronavirus hit. Um, I think for me personally, like purpose really became a bigger part of what it is that we're doing. Purpose. Purpose. Um, you know, like we said, we started this off for free. We were never making any money off of this, just so you guys know, right? Like this is not um, like we're gonna do this. We have this big aspiration of, you know, I don't know, getting millions of dollars. Don't get me wrong, I'll take it. but. Um, that was not our original reasoning for doing any of this, right? And so now that Corona's happened and, you know, our conferences are canceled, we're still inclined to do the same thing that we were doing before. We're still doing it, right? Yeah. And so, like, why are we still doing it? Like, what, what makes you still do it? At this point, during coronavirus, we've already had um, three conversational events. Um, we've had three Netflix chats, Netflix and chats, because, um, you know, we want to include the more serious, but we also realize that not everyone's looking to necessarily be so serious. Sometimes you just need to watch yeah. a, a movie with somebody. Right, right. maybe, you know, sometimes. Y'all seen Too Hot to Handle? Or <laughs> Comment if you've seen Too Hot to Handle. That'll get conversation started, yes. right? As yes. opposed to, hey, you want to talk about the Georgia shooting, mm -hmm. or you want to talk about Too Hot to Handle? And we also did Tiger King and Parent, um, the platform, right? All very vastly different, um, you know, and we cover them a little bit differently than I think one might expect, right? Like you can't come to an Iron Perspective event and not think a little deeper than the surface, right? That's something that I think we're always doing. Um, and on top of that, we're also doing things in the community, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. All facts. Of that. <laughs> to answer your question, it's because I know at my heart that it has to be done. You know, um, I started this. We started these conversations because I felt like I felt like as a black man that there are many people who just don't have the tolerance or they don't have the patience to see uh, a different perspective of ways, especially my way of living uh, or this how this country has been mm -hmm. um and i was like well how do we share that how do how do i get that across to somebody and you have to gain somebody's perspective before you give it you know you have to give it before you gain it is what i meant um yeah you have to have somebody care about you and i mean know that their shit matters too you know um i don't know what makes me so empathetic or like 
I want to see everybody happy. But I also know that we really won't care about each other unless people care about, they felt cared about. They feel cared, yes. Or they felt heard. I could sit here and rattle off all the information of what it is to be mean, what it is to be black and all the statistics, but like we're doing that. I know people who are, they can sit there and listen and be like, oh yeah, man, that sounds crazy. But if it's not a, a met way, if it's not a two-way street, then um, it really doesn't go anywhere. So I know perspective is one of the ways. It's not the only ways. We always say that. It's not the end-all, be-all. We need all this other stuff. We need righteousness. We need ratchetness. We need against the system. But then we also need people brave enough to come to the table yeah. and be like, all right, I'm willing to hear what your situation is. Uh, if you're willing to hear me, and we don't have to fight about it. We don't have to talk to um, get to some masterful thing. It's just we were civil enough to sit there and listen to each other. You gain respect doing that in the smallest parts. Um, and that's needed now. It's needed now more than ever. Uh, why I still do it? Why I still do it with you? Because when we started something, mm -hmm. and you're right, we didn't know what we were starting. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know it was going to be all of this. We we're going to be in school. We up in corporate buildings doing, you know what I mean? This is me and my homie from way back. And we're in here talking with executives and directors about changing the infrastructure of their business with conversation. No bullshit. Serious. <laughs> Perspective. <laughs> we're in business. We're official. Um, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect us to be in business. I just wanted us to yeah. start a conversation. I kind of want to say that, you know, same thing. I don't AD, think. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just calling. We got all lives going. I'm calling. Yeah, right. Hey, what's up, T? What's up, B? B? We tried something different because, you know, things look differently right now. So we're like, how do we reach the maximum impact of people? Impact is another word that we're, where is that from? Coming no, from right now. Um, it's confirmation. <laughs> confirmation impact, yes. Um, the maximum amount of impact that we can make, right? I think um, up until now, we have been kind of playing small in terms of who we are reaching out to. We've been kind of in our own circles. Um, we wanted to make sure that really what we were doing, I think both of us, that we want to be sure in what we were doing, right? Um, and I think now we realize that we have something really important at our fingertips like we actually know like have something that works right yeah it's, it's different like you could feel a kind of way and we did the events mm -hmm. but when you're sitting there and like trying to explain this as a business mm -hmm. and if someone's like okay yeah i get it you know it really is like okay this we can take this everywhere we can take this mm -hmm. in any kind of capacity and we do need to play a little bigger uh, open up to our our family, you know, yeah. all the folks who, who know what we're doing and stuff. Yeah, which uh, so we have developed um, our unconscious bias self-assessment. Um, and this is really a 10 question, 10 part questionnaire asking you to really like dig deep inside yourself, right? Because before you can really interact with others and get deep with others, you kind of have to like know what your own shit is right lack of better words like that's I mean, on the website know what your shit is know what your shit is right because um even with each other we have conversations all the time right we're not we're still in the work we've been having conversations for 20 years um 
Um, obviously a lot before I Am Perspective was created, but also as I Am Perspective, we have conversations before the event, we have conversations after the event. Um, and in a way that I don't think people realize that we're doing, like we've had the conversation about the dynamic that I'm a woman and that you're a man and how do people receive us when we're out in public, right? Like we've had to have some- I'm a Muslim woman. I'm a Muslim woman. It's never just cut and dry. It's like, oh, that's a guy, that's a girl. There's so many layers when we out. Yeah, and so like even as friends, we don't know, I mean, even as empathetic and, you know, open as we are, there's things to learn. There's things that I don't know everything about or Jarrell doesn't know everything about. And right. so we had to have some real open conversations with each other as well. Like, right. How does that look if the conversation is not facilitated? Um, I'm, I'm watching people and I, I, I know all these people. Okay, what up? Who that? <laughs> Wave hands. Yeah, that is T. Yeah. Oh, I think that's Molly. What up, though? It's Uptown Molly. Yes. <laughs> I was just in Amsterdam with Tansy, right? And so this is something that really, on so many levels, can be done anywhere, any city, any community. There's so many layers of conversations that need to happen. While we've covered a whole myriad of topics, we know that each conversation only leads to more conversation, right? Um, there's conversations to be had within communities, right? Like. Um, Within communities, let's see. Speaking of Molly, Molly's uptown. I met her in <laughs> Spanish Harlem when I lived up there. There's another super diverse part of uh, New York, New York, second or third most diverse place in the world now. Mm -hmm. um, always been that way. Both of us Queens bred, raised yes. up. Um, but when I lived up there, there was this little coffee shop that I went to. Where I met Molly at, and we would be in there really chopping it up, you know. Um, She's, um, don't flame me if I'm wrong, but I believe she's Puerto Rican Jew, Jewish, right? Okay. Puerto Rican and Jewish. And that in itself mm -hmm. was layers of conversation with a black dude from Queens. Right. You know, and whoever else would come in there, earshot and having civil conversations. We might disagree, but it was conversation. And, you know, I walked away growing and learning from somebody. I'm like, I've never known. I didn't even know Puerto Ricans and Jewish people mixed though. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and I learned that so many times in every room that we do this in, every event that we do. We, you ask me which one is my favorite. I'm like, we facilitate all of them. So I'm learning something. One of the uh, second or no, the third radio show we did was the Desi uh, Perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had three different Desi women on there. I'm sitting there like a fly on the wall learning about three similar but different completely different cultures for the first yeah. time from my friend who i've known for 20 years you know um so i know that this is important fuck important it's necessary i think we do that too like even us of like we no, sometimes we don't do things because we like oh this is not important nussie and i have definitely done that with this and events after thinking that people have come to us and be like, yo, thank you for this. This, this, you know, this changed my life. Or I learned something that I never knew in here, you know? People like, um, I think what surprises us again and again is the impact that people have had um, just by coming to one of our events, right? Like people, while we, you know, one of our um, ground rules is that we're not here. Like if we hope that your perspective changes on something, um, but 
it might not, right? Um, you might come back, you might have even stronger convictions about where you originally stood in the first place. But when it does, and when it does for better, I don't know, right? For the positive, for people getting along, it's a beautiful thing, right? And we've had people reach out to us after these events and like have these whole like breakthroughs around, yeah, you know, around um, whatever conversation they've had, whether it was with us in front of the room, whether it was one-on-one, -on -one, which is a big part of what we did, which is just one-on-one, -on -one, like you sitting across from someone, right? Um, and that's really important for me because um, what we are really trying to create is that everyone matters. Like when you go to a lot of panels and you go to a lot of different events, there's going to be people there who are going to be more vocal than other people and they're going to be heard. Um, and then there's people who are not going to be heard because they're not as vocal. Um, maybe they're not seen as someone important enough to have something to say um, or whatever the case is. But when you're sitting one-on-one -on -one across from someone, that's like an actual human being. You cannot ignore them. I mean, you could, but you know. Really, the energy is different. Th yeah, it's a different energy. All and a of different these comments and the way people, the energy people have in, in like, in the internet is mm -hmm. different from just sitting there and talking to someone who is might pour their heart out heart out to you if you listen mm -hmm. you know might doesn't need to change your mind but just give you a different way of looking at something it doesn't change your mind but i think what's important to note is that people realize that everyone's human right like we all like if you're gonna cut if you're gonna get cut you're gonna cut get cut and you're right. gonna feel the same and so i think um what our questions are able to do is allow for people to speak from an area where um you can really relate to someone regardless of what their outside package or whatever that looks like um, so speaking on that right mm -hmm. uh questions because unbeknownst to the people who are like behind the scenes this is really a simple thing we believe getting yeah. people to talk but it's not at all it really isn't mm -hmm. um most people don't even like standing in front of a room let alone Leading I didn't like standing in front of a room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm a performer, so I'll have some familiarity yeah. with it, but I don't like it unless I'm performing, you know? So just uh, I really didn't like it at all. Like I it was a struggle to be in this position. This is a this is a huge step. Like I think the first event I was like, you start, I'm gonna go <laughs> <back." laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the energy of, of actually having people there, of, yeah. of people getting together. And then we're not really just reminiscing on like something we won't, <laughs> something we'll never get back to. But uh, Oh, no, we got to get back to It's the same thing. We're just going to do it in a different manner now because it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily getting people in a room. You know, I'm glad we started from that. I'm glad that's how we did it because we learned some real genuine shit doing it that way. But the the empathy is really at the end of the day what we were looking for. Earlier, I'm kind of stumbling through my words of what, why I'm still doing this, but I understand that me knowing, speaking of Molly or anybody that I meet, right? Um, me knowing a little bit more about them or where they're from um, helps me empathize just a little bit more, you know? Um, and hopefully I can get that in return because that's the only thing that's gonna get people to care, mm -hmm. you know? Empathy, uh, Empathy means the world, right? From perspective, empathy can change the world. Speaking of, hi Dom. He's I uh, met Dom in 
Barcelona. He's from Croatia. So. Hey, international. So, you know, somewhere dog. Else, you know, international, right? And so that's really saying that we are no longer limited by location. Um, we've often had events that we know our friends and family maybe have wanted to come Where to me. But it wasn't just, it just wasn't possible for them because of location, because of timing, whatever the case is. Um, now, I think during the, where we are, many of us are home. Well, we should be home. <laughs> um, we're not limited by space anymore. We can actually have conversations with people from across the planet and a different part of the country, right? Um, one, of the, one of the best ones that, we, that we've done so far was the first conversation in quarantine mm -hmm. and we had a zoom room packed full of a lot of people who didn't know each other different states and different states they were coming from all around the country and we were all in there people were holding space for each other mm -hmm. uh there was tears there was yeah. love and everybody and this was maybe like two three weeks into a, 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 na a national stoppage yeah. people were freaking out people i mean <laughs> what people like, really wanted out. was connection and community and that's so. what they wanted yeah. what happens when the money goes everything gets paused the cars get paused mm -hmm. whatever as we're seeing in this pandemic another reason why we're doing this why i continue why we continue to do this work is that people want to connection they want genuine mm -hmm. connection they want to be heard they want to hear they want to be felt they want to be uh represented they want to know that they're not the only ones in here. We got all these people in the Yeah, by the way, right for those of you that are watching on IG or Facebook, mm -hmm. we know that's not the best angle. We are going live on YouTube. So if you want to see us front view, yeah, um, yeah, I could jump on YouTube. We did right post, now. I did post a link. So feel free to check that if out. Jam it up your I'm, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm going to post it again, actually. Um, uh, yeah, because y'all can follow us on YouTube. If uh, you type in I Am Perspective, it's going on live right now. What's up, y'all? Peace, peace, boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, human connection and community. And that's why we have continued doing what we have been doing, right? Because we want to be able to keep doing that. How hey, do peace, King. What's up, man? How you doing? Salute. I met that good brother in the farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the cleanest brothers in D.C. What's up, yeah. family? How are you going, Yeah, man. So... That's Iron Perspective. Um, that's why we've been doing it. We're not gonna stop doing it. Uh, we recognize that during this quarantine, more and more people do need to talk. Uh, we're not therapists. <laughs> we, we know that, but we're just finding different ways to have these conversations, man. Um, and perspective can lead to so many evolutions, yeah. so many connections. We need to be more connected now than ever. And so what can connection create, right? Um, while we are all in our homes and, you know, staying safe and sound, uh, there's a lot that's happening. And I think for both of us, we didn't, neither one of us are really the type to sit at home. Like, that's a unusual thing. Yo, this is bananas for me. <laughs> um, to not be in action. And I would have be been in things. at least three or four states by now in these last two months. Right. I haven't been anywhere. I was supposed to be in Costa Rica. So oh, there's been a lot of those. I was supposed to be in, oof. Yeah. Not no but, more. Um, community, right? Like, we, I think um, what really came up is that we're both from Queens, New York, and the neighborhood that we're in has been affected in many different ways. 
we both have family and friends that have been affected in many different ways. And I think what was important for me is not having, not just sitting at home, right? I don't, I didn't want all the work that we've been creating and doing to go to nothing, to, to kind of go to waste when we could really be doing more with it. We have a whole community of people um, who have been there from the very beginning, who have been there. Shout out to all the community. Yes. The um, perspective community. We love y'all. Yes, we do. Um, and however that looks, whether you've actually been to an event, whether you've supported us, shared our flyers, um, we appreciate, we see all of you. Um, we are definitely very grateful for you. And we know that we couldn't have done what we have done without community and having people who are invested in the same kind of conversations that we are, right? If it was just, we could could have been us two in every single um, conversation. But we'd, have been, we'd have found a reason to do it. Like, <laughs> somebody's going to watch this one day. One day. They'd be like, like oh, man, they were on it. <laughs> Fuck, why was nobody listening to that? <laughs> um, but really being able to help the community in ways that whatever that looked like. And so um, this radio show, which we started in January, um, we were doing topics. We had all, you know, we had covered all other topics. Um, we had other topics that we thought we were going to be covering. Uh, we had some guests lined up and all of that. And then, you know, realize that maybe we had some different kinds of conversations now, right? Um, and yeah, we started speaking with essential workers and frontline workers. We didn't have that lined up at all. Mm -hmm. uh, that quickly became like, okay, this is the conversation to have now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we'll be here for everything that comes and it won't be just us. I know from, we know that we've, <laughs> we've uh, sparked some mm -hmm. other people who are, have done events like we, we as well. And let's keep it real, man. Whenever you do something, somebody's going to copy it, right? And that's fine <laughs> <laughs> this is real shit yo no matter what you do nasi and i have talked about this a lot i'm putting this out there for yeah that's an iron perspective man. go to the website you got lip balm but of course we know the older dodge that um imitation is the best flattery but like beyond looking at that we had to really dig into the real aspect of like we're doing this to be replicated we're doing this to be for someone else to Maybe some of the viewers here be like, damn, me and my homie, we always talk about doing mm -hmm. this. We want to start conversations. We're not the owners of conversation. We're the yeah, owners no. of perspective. Yes, Don't get that I, fucked up. No. We're about <laughs> we to start taxing, right, y'all. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> we're about to start taxing. But we do, while we are not the owners of conversation, <laughs> what we do have um, is some knowledge and experience. And yeah. so something that we were working on before all this happened is working on our facilitator training program, right? So if you are interested in facilitating um, conversations and you're not looking to start from scratch and you actually, you know, want to work with some a group that has something together, then definitely reach out to us. Um, we are looking to host many more conversations. Um, and we will train you, right? So I think a lot of what we do, and I think um, people don't understand and realize, even us having this um, conversation today, Charlotte and I have, I have never shared our perspective as openly as we are doing today. Because for us, it has never been about us and our perspective. It's about creating spaces for other people, 
right and so right which is tough which is tough it's nice this <laughs> is tough we, we have to have our own moments of like breakdown mm-hmm. nussie feeling her way of just overwhelmed myself feeling that way of like damn it feels like nobody's hearing me though and we're making all this space for people but like that's that's what we signed up for yeah and i think we do a good job at it right like what does that look like to actually hold a conversation for others and hold your bias think about that think about that in your personal life in your family like not get like not like oh i heard what you said yeah who (laughs) who in your family holds good conversations you know how whose family for the people watching people see us think about your own household how's the conversation go when we were uh, expanding our idea of what this could be, we were, we were talking corporate and all that other stuff. But that's great. But we were like, how does this look coming into people's homes? Mm-hmm. How does this look uh, helping people out really within their relationship of right. conversations? And we are like, damn, we could call ourselves experts. <laughs> we've done well over 50 events. You know, we've been doing this have, day in, day out. We have out. some questions. We have uh, we got things hundreds and up. thousands um, of questions. We have an unconscious bias assessment program. So after the self-assessment, which by the way, um, there is a free giveaway that we are a part of in terms of impact and community. Um, we are working with Red Elephant Inc. So if you don't know them, please definitely check them out. We will share links um, as part of a three week program. Basically, it's a community of resources, right? So 40 plus people um, with access and knowledge to different things, and they're willing to give that information out, right? So you can sign up. Um, there's anywhere from marketing, branding, social media, writing, um, making impact, leadership, right? There's some amazing people on there. Unconscious um, bias. Unconscious bias. That's what we're offering. Um, and that's really just a preview. Um, we are also offering extension, right? That's just an initial conversation. So if you're looking to have a deeper conversation, can change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I just want to read up on that and reiterate, this is free. This is all free. This is a gift from mm-hmm. us to you because you're watching, because you've seen us, because you've been following us. Um, we're going to put the links and make it available. Mm-hmm. You can go there and check out what's available. It's not just, a, these are businesses across the country that have uh, freebies for you. We wouldn't set y'all up into some bullshit. This is our brand. We're very, very passionate about this brand. We would not set you up for some nonsense. Mm-hmm. These are amazing. Uh, and I wanted to pause it, right? Because we, we mentioned Red Elephant, and Red Elephant is an amazing just uh, coaching group. You know, I, I don't want to just call them coaching. Community. That's, our, that's yeah, the community, community that we're a, bit, we're a part of. Right. Yeah. It's a community of dynamic business owners, uh, inventors, scientists, Seriously, right? Rocket scientists. Rocket rocket scientists. I know a rocket scientist. (laughs) And um, not to brag, but to just say that not only are we doing these conversations for the community, but we're also we're also very well connected with a lot of people and people who are watching this. So we're figuring out what's the best way to actually start connecting. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the people who jump in and out of here, and I'm like, I know like 19 different industries in here that just jumped in who could maybe not just utilize our work, but we can offer. Yeah, what does that look like, unconscious bias, right? Um, so take that curriculum into the workplace, mm-hmm. right? Your mom just did that, did something at the hospitals. Yeah. And the hospitals is something that we've been looking to get into because 
look at now, we're in the coronavirus, and even in the coronavirus, um, there are inequalities and systematic issues that, you know, getting treatment, getting the proper care, um, who's dying, right? There's so many different questions. Even when you're going into a hospital, who's getting turned away from getting these treatments or getting tested? Um, and why is that happening, right? Because there's an unconscious bias that um, is underlying. I was telling you about this story that really like got to me about um, Zoe, I'm horrible with names. Um, Rana, actually, that's the name that sticks out to me. Why? Because that's my cousin's name and he's a doctor and he's an essential worker. Um, but she was a teacher that was beloved by many. Um, I know because I see it all over my social media. Apparently a lot of people that I knew was in close contact with her. Um, and she's really made an impression on many, many people. And she went to the hospital, I believe a few times to get tested and they turned her away. And there was this one interaction that she had with, um, I don't even know if they were a nurse or a doctor or whatever they were, but they were asking her questions about her life's vision and what she wants to do with herself, not knowing what she's already accomplished, that she was the valedictorian of her school in Brownsville and she's done all this stuff and impacted so many people, right? Because that doctor was trying to create, in her mind, value for this person's life, right? Like, we're in a place of deep crisis, and when you have a deep crisis, there's going to be ethical issues that come up. Who gets to be treated? There were, um, in Italy, they mandate, okay, if you're after a certain age, you no longer get treated, you no longer get this. If you have, you know, previous complications, you no longer get treated, you know? Yeah, and we, um, we're not done with any of this, you know? But this mm -hmm. is gonna affect this country for a minute, and I don't know how that looks. We're not gonna prophesize and say mm -hmm. what that looks like. We're in New York, so we know what it looked like here. Yeah. Um, peace, beloved, what's up, fam? Um, but like these conversations are, are, are going to need to happen. Yeah. You know, when we talk about unconscious bias uh, for situations like Nussi just said, like what does that look like now coming into the hospital? Because these conversations are happening right now. You know? Right now. She mentioned my mom, my mom works at the hospital. We, we didn't create unconscious bias, of course, this has been around. You but saw a different way. We just have, we way. have our method, we have perspective, we have years mm -hmm. of actual on the ground, talking with people, all races, creeds. Speaking um, of, <laughs> no, um, our method and what's different about us and I think other groups, even with our diversity training um, that we were looking to bring into the school system and all of that, uh, the New York City School Board system, they had set up diversity training for their teachers. And the training consisted of separating the teachers by race mm -hmm. and background. Right. And then you go talk to your people, say whatever you guys say, feel you know cool and comfortable, and then that's that. <laughs> that is not what we yeah. believe in. You could talk to your own people, sure, but if you really want to get to the root of a problem, you really want to like change something, you have to speak to the person that you have that yeah. issue. I was going to say, like, you got to get mucky, but that's really what people want to think. When, when we, why, the reason why they separate is because, oh, we don't want to get ugly. We don't want to mm -hmm. have that a lot. And that's because people don't know how to have conversations. They don't know how to set the, the tone 
or the purpose of the conversation and that's what we do really really well i can yeah. say that now before we used to tiptoe around it like you know that's what we're trying to do right now <laughs> now that's what we do we get in there we kick ass no i don't care who it is if mm -hmm. someone's gonna come in the room to do what we do now it's different if you just getting some random folks and hey john come here and hey yeah. lisa because everybody is not willing we're not foolish we don't think that we can just get anybody to have this conversation but for the people who are out here looking searching um, for, answers. for answers and conversations and someone to hear like yeah we can get the, we can get I mean, what's wrong with um you know i think a lot of times you know a lot of us don't want to be a space for questions or for um or we think that we can't ask questions or we can't know things and really like um you know this is a personal perspective my own perspective right but like i'd rather you ask me instead of assume things about me anyway so um you know i've you know like you want to know if we tan just ask if we tan like you know like you want to know if i tan <laughs> just ask me <laughs> and then you know we can answer that right <laughs> yeah we can um find a way to do it right <laughs> yep confirmation <laughs> um what else <laughs> time yeah what else are we working on um in terms of impact right so it has changed for us and you know starting out the conversations but well what again we um i'm reiterating we're giving free links to free shit right? <laughs> no um because that's no small thing uh the, the community we're a part of with red elephant is a massive part we've been working on that the whole year mm -hmm. uh, and i want to tie that into because we talk about value we haven't just been throwing events nussie has years of personal development under her belt i have years of personal development under my belt mm -hmm. on top of this on top of business development yeah. we've been really working to mold this thing properly um so that when we do offer unconscious biasness, mm -hmm. uh, that it's not just like, oh, hey, we decided to do this thing. It, you, know, you know, like, no, we have that's a lot of work. A, we have a dope ass curriculum. <laughs> like, we're not just winging this, you know. Mm -hmm. um, what made you, let's forget Iron Perspective, right? Um, what, you being who you are, what has made you even come to this place of even getting into this work? I want people to care, man. I feel um, I feel like people don't care when all of this started with us and Black Lives Matter was mm -hmm. happening, and uh, that was uh, it felt like a movement or a moment for people. It felt like this was a moment for a lot of non-Black people, and mm -hmm. it felt very routine for me. It felt like. Um, why are we here again yeah not like oh man okay now we're in hoods and we're rallying we're about to do something i'm like why are we back here why is everybody not riled up mm -hmm. uh, what brought me here was wanting to be heard for real wanting to be cared about in the most vulnerable way that i could say it like that Thinking about my people, thinking about mm -hmm. all of these brothers and sisters that we've lost to the hands of some 
serious supremacy here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like some severe supremacy uh, that affects us all. And it really I'm truly so affects us all. Uh, it's in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. It's gonna, like before it's gonna you might catch the last three minutes of the episode, but it's going perfectly it's straight. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, boy. We are friends, by the way. So <laughs> besides just being business partners, this is sometimes that looks many that different ways. Um, but we've had we've had to have. Right, I, I've said it. We've had to have real conversations about. <laughs> what this is about hey hey peace yeah uh, peace uh and it keeps changing it keeps evolving us and i have had several conversations about what this is what this is to me and what it is to her because this is our shit mm. and i don't know if that's a business lesson to people going into business or going into business with your friends because people say you can't go into business with your friends and mm. i don't believe that at all um, I think that's the reason we even got into business together is because yeah, we're friends. Right, like, right. If we weren't friends, I don't even know if we'd have to be having that kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't think we would even have talked about a business. Mm-hmm. The business part came because it's like, oh, that's my friend. I trust you. Yeah. We can do certain things. Um, but like, even now when we're going through current events and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's so many adversities. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible. They want. Horrible. They want. For those to, of you joining me on IG, look at me just little garment leaning on it. Okay, I'm trying to both their faces. You know, and what's happening now? Uh, what's happening down in Georgia? Mm-hmm. What's happening in Kentucky and uh, Minnesota? And I'm not just saying names. I'm like, you know, what's up, right? Um, this has been going on. So much so that I'm exhausted to talk about it right now. And Nussie knows that we <laughs> talked about this before the show. How deep are we going to go into it? I had to, I had to ask if we were even going to do this, right? Because um, we have moods, our own moods. We're not always in the mood to do this and talk yeah. about it. And um, I think what keeps us going is because that this is something that is a deeper thing than um, we both give ourselves like for me personally i will say that um growing up i grew up with a father that was an activist himself and so i have had exposure to what that looks like to like fight for your rights to um want better for your community to do something my dad was an immigrant that barely spoke english and he somehow got himself into american politics right and he's made great strides for himself um And so he definitely instilled some values in me. But I think, you know, on top of that, I've always had an extra level of empathy. I was a big reader. I used to read three books a day. I I didn't really play as a child. Um, Nerd. Nerd. Now now I'm, I think, more like a child now. Now nerds are super cool. Right. But the books that I was reading, um, a lot of them were nonfiction and historical-based situations. Primarily the Holocaust, but I did read about um, other things as well, right? So there was a lot of... <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, we're not going to both look at it. We're both okay. This is happening. Um, you know, kind of wondering, like, how things like that could even happen in the first place. That was a huge, huge um, issue that I had. Like, how could 
slavery happened? How could we treat people this badly in all parts of the world, right? Because when you really start paying attention, there's shit happening everywhere. It was like, ah, what, what is wrong with people? Why do people do this? Or why are they like this? And I, I think that question that you just posed mm -hmm. is the major reason why I did this as well. Yeah. This is because I felt like, how is this happening? How, why is Black Lives Matter happening in the 20 teens? Right. Why are we debating about somebody who got gunned down in the street, you mm -hmm. know, because he's a suspected burglar or whatever the fuck we want to talk about? Like, why are we, how is this still a thing? You know, there's so much to With All us. the advancements we've made. With <laughs> all these advancements, right? Because if we're so... <laughs> crazy if we're so advanced it's amazing that we're still having these conversations yeah. and these are not just rhetorical questions they have to get past rhetoric rhetoric at some point mm. why are we why are we not doing this why haven't we come together and for me it was like well perspective is a reason why plain and simple it's not the answer but i feel like Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants yeah, to have something. Like, speak, like, I grew up here in, in America, in Queens, South Jamaica, mm -hmm. and all of that. Uh, I grew up with a militant, loving, militant black mom. You say militant, it sounds like she was a gun-toting <laughs> panther and shit. She would have been, but <laughs> she grew, she raised me with love regardless. Mm -hmm. um, and like seeing seeing what this place has always been, it just was so weird to me growing up. I was like, yo, how come people don't see this? Well, why is it always we're making this up? We're advancing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but we're all subjected to this in some manner. I don't think any race can come here in America and feel like, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't feel any kind of racism. You know, maybe right. in your personal world, you can't say you don't see it, you know? So what is it that was missing um, to make me see, make me be seen? Somebody would have to see, like, damn, like, I really didn't know it was like that to be a black man. I didn't know that was the feeling every single day, leaving the house. Yeah. I didn't know that was the feeling to be a Muslim woman. I don't know. Well, I think that's, sure with the <laughs> that's what I think that was the conversation that um, really, like, I think pivoted us wanting to move forward, like, even hosting these events, is um, me having a conversation with a family member of mine. And, you know, my personal thing is, if I hear something that I disagree with, or I think that someone, you know, I can offer a different perspective, I'm going to share it because that's what's authentic to me. And, um, and I do think that there's a personal responsibility. Um, Peace to all them. Personal responsibility. Hey, what up, Jay? I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. This is so New York. We say it's talking about serious shit. Hey, yo, To say something, right? Like, especially, not being black um in this country um but having understanding that there's a value um or being understanding that as long as one person whoever it is maybe you know in this country the lowest common denominator right um if one person is being mistreated if one person is being discriminated against then we're all fucked right because that means that there's hate present and there's um things present that's holding people at different levels right and so if it could be done to black people it could be easily be done to any of us right i really want to sit 
everybody down and just give them the real history, you know, mm -hmm. like because your history, if you didn't know, Nessie was a history buff and major, uh, mm -hmm. major minor, history major, history major. I, I've loved history since uh, I can remember, mm -hmm. and there's a value in knowing the history of what something is. I want people to know. Uh, I want us. I want. Uh, Mexicans, I want Bengalis, mm -hmm. I want Guyanese folks to know the history of Black people, the history of this country, right. not so, you know, to, for us to be exclusive, but because we were here. We were here at the beginning of all this. This shit has not changed. We're the OGs of terrorism. That's that's a, Fred Hampton Jr. said that. Yeah. You know? The OGs of it, and it doesn't give us seniority. It's not like, oh, we're the coolest on the block because we got more oppression than everybody. But and it's, it's sad so that you don't, so, you know, for some people, they won't recognize this until it affects them, right? So. And that's exactly what we saw. So obviously 9-11, you know, Muslims, right? Um, now uh, you have your Asians. Um, and even that, I'll tell you right now, I have a personal problem with that word Asian because I'm Asian as well. And um, Get them, tell them, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole thing that I have, right? right because like, Asia is a huge I got a lot continent. of black people in my family, right? Did y'all know she was Asian? Would you look at her and be like, oh, yo, that's really an Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, Asia boy. is a huge country, right? Why um, is that? I fought stereotypes a long time. I'm not Indian, right? Like, there's a difference between India and Bangladesh and Pakistan and all these That's other countries. Cool. And that we have different languages, different religions, um, different cultures, right? Different things going on. And so, like, even in that, like, that's my own personal struggle. But here in this country right now, there's people who are being discriminated against. And, you know, unfortunately, um, we haven't had this conversation yet. We, have, we should probably have this conversation, but um, because, you know, some of these people have also been the ones to be the ones discriminating, um, it's created a whole different kind of backlash, right? Now it's kind of like, oh, well, you're, you guys were fine with this, so who's coming to your aid now? And I mean, that shit sucks yeah. all around, like, to even have that mentality for anyone, right? Like, we should always be coming to the aid for whoever it is that's being victimized. Like, then, why we stand like, for any kind. And that's what I mean. Like, without the history, do you know that these people are being victimized? Without the perspective, mm -hmm. do you care? You know? Uh, we have people... I grew up in the hood. We have people that come into the hood all the time. Mm -hmm. Chinese stores, corner stores. Everybody's in here eating off the hood. Nobody understands the people. They shield themselves from us. And it's just this direct relationship with those people of like, oh, these guys are, are rowdy. These people come in here and this is how we're going to look at the whole people. Not... Mm -hmm. I landed in this neighborhood that had already been in motion. All kinds of shit had been going on for 50, 60, 100 plus years. Uh, and without that understanding, how do you look at those people? You know, And that's really at the core of what we're talking about for me personally, because I'm black and, and that's my, my talking point. But like, how does that look? You know, me putting myself in the perspective position, I've gotten to see so many different perspectives. I've gotten to... But that was a conversation that we also had to have, right? That um, I think, like, I remember the Rohingyas, right? Like, having that conversation of the Rohingyas, like, um, of nowhere else in the world would someone maybe feel like the way that maybe you would feel. And that 
you know, you've even expressed to me just now, like not like that's something. I'm familiar with the Rohingya. Yeah. I'm about to put that in here. It's R O H, right? R O H I N G Y A. Yeah, there you go. Right, and. Um, I can look that up if you if you got time. Yeah, you could actually why don't you speak about that and what that meant for you and what you heard or whatever. Um, me doing that. Yeah, we uh, yeah. So we were talking about just the what black people are going through um, mm-hmm. as far as displacement. You know, there's a whole level of racism and uh, oppression and all that. But then we talk about being displaced from where you're from, being removed from what you know. And it's like, where does that happen for real in history? You know, history buffs and shit. I've done a lot of history, and it's again. It, it, I hate to bring that up sometimes because it sounds like competitiveness, as my homie said. <laughs> the oppression Olympics. <laughs> a lot of times we get to argue, like, oh well, you know, in my country they would do this and that. I'm like, that's ah, that, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I don't want to botch up the, the whole story to Rohingya, but they were from the eastern part of originally Bengali, right or but like i said i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin the, the history of the Rohingya. basically they're displaced people um no country will claim them yeah they're, they're i know the place they're on the eastern side i believe of pakistan we were here we would just say middle east but it's uh, not myanmar yeah. and Bangladesh. and they are the original people of a certain land and they've been displaced and they're, they're kind of like on the Jewish of uh, what the, oh shit. We did uh, versus numbers, man. It's like, I got a minute left. I feel like like fucking Teddy Riley now. All right, man, we gonna keep this thing going. If y'all... <laughs> but the point of the Rohingya is that they have been, now to this day, they're still out here in the mm-hmm. land. There's nobody protecting them. The women are being raped. The, the, the settlements are yeah. being torched on fire and everything. And the question became like, what would it take to get have somebody over here give any shits about what's going on way over there, you know, even though this is a humanity thing. Mm-hmm. And if if that's the question there, it's the same question here. It's yeah. just that we're a lot closer. What is it gonna take? I got neighbors and they might be able to hear us around. What is it gonna take for the neighbors to care about each other? What is it gonna take for you? To care about somebody. so speaking of neighbors caring about neighbors <laughs> yeah seriously we got like 30 seconds i'm gonna restart this thing i appreciate y'all being in here man y'all could comment if you want and be um like, speaking of neighborhoods and people caring about each other we are all in this crazy pandemic like we're all affected every single person in this country if there's anything unified country world there's anything unifying this is it there's no one i don't believe that has not been affected in some kind of minute way, um, even the animals, like it's it's a global thing. And community comes back, it really comes back to community and what are we gonna do for our neighborhoods? Um, we're here in Queens, New York, which is highly affected. Um, a lot of black and brown people here, um, even in the terms of essential, how it goes. I have essential family members on both you know, spectrums. I have essential family members that are doctors. Um, you know, my sisters and I, last week, we were doing kind of like a little assessment. We were, you know, sending out some baskets to our family members that are doctors. And we have so many, that's why, right? And it was kind of crazy because I think my par- my parents, of all times, they've always wanted us to be a doctor too. Like, that's an actual Bengali thing. Like, doctor, like, what else would you be? When I wanted to be a lawyer, my mom asked me if I wanted to be a lawyer. That's a whole different story. But... 
Um, I think they're actually kind of like a little bit like, oh shit, we don't have to worry about my kid being in the hospitals right now and doing all this. And that's on one end. And the doctors are the ones that are right now that are getting all sorts of appreciation. Like we, you know, we recognize them as our health heroes and all that. On the other end of my family, I have essential workers that work in jobs that people don't necessarily think about as much, right? So you have people that work like transit, that work at the grocery stores, that work at the restaurants, um, that are delivery drivers, um, that are equally important people. We are all essential to this community. Like we all get to go. And so I think that what comes up for us is we all get to go and who's going to be here to save the people? Like who's gonna come in to like make sure that that happens? We all get to go. That's a gem that Nessie and I picked up from a magical, <laughs> magical place. You'd have to go through, <laughs> you'd have to go through something to get there, but like we all get to go. When I learned that, that really changed uh, a perspective for me, mm. changed a thing. Y'all gonna be saying perspective for the rest of the night. We know well, it. It's your conscious. <laughs> We. <laughs> it really <No>. is. <laughs> um. But uh, no, it's, it's love. It's love because that learning that made me understand that I was coming from a place where I, I wasn't even thinking about that because we do naturally have, come on, you know, you in it now. You know, you got to come in. <laughs> come on. So my mom is here. Listen, she don't want to show it. She's like, I know you guys are doing the business stuff. But I'm like, mom, we home. Everybody's home. Yeah, this is going to happen. <laughs> this um. is. Like, right, this is another thing. I know we're jumping over the place, but, like, we've had so much to talk about. Uh, we've wanted to do this for a while. We're recognizing that this is showing people a lot. It's, it's pulling the facade back, you know? Like, this is what it looks like. Hey, guys, I turn all my cameras over to my mom. <laughs> um, but this is what it looks like for a lot of us. Before we were going out and doing all this stunting and faking, uh, this is what it should look like. Some of us is at home. Some of us is with our family and our moms. And shit. Yeah. It's all right. And we get to be home. And from the safety of our home, I think the conversation came up in our first I Am Perspective virtual event of what can we do from home to support all these essential workers? So the people who are on the front lines, right? Yeah. Whether they're health professionals, yeah. whether they're not. Um, do we really just get to sit at home and not do anything, right? And not participate or not help overall agenda of what's happening and so um you know something that we got into early <laughs> um we were able to order hand sanitizers travel hand sanitizers from wedding websites like those are the only people that had it left and i have a lot of experience finding sales and finding things and so that came in handy mm. and um the other thing that we were able to you also guys find have masks now masks yes is masks right let me know if y'all got masks now we need to holler up yeah uh, masks um i personally we don't know how to sew but we did have access to fabric i was able to buy fabric um when it first went on sale when it was still at a very highly discounted price i was able to snatch up some elastic and all these other materials that are all hot commodities, by the way. You cannot find a sewing machine. You cannot find a lot of things these days. Elastic is a hot commodity. And so using the power of community and enrollment and all of that, we were able to um, get one of our dear friends, Jocelyna, right? She has, um, we are so grateful for you. Um, I went to her and I asked, I was like, you know, I don't know how to sew. And I'm looking to make masks. I don't know how to do all this, but how can, can you help me? 
and she is a bridal dress designer by day, right? Or pre, I don't know, pre court whatever. Um, and she's, she said yes. And, you know, I was really expecting the basic mask. I really didn't have a plan of what that would look like. And she put so much effort into making masks that are actually like amazing and beautiful, right? I gave her the fabric, um, you know, picked colors and all that stuff that I wanted. And she was able to design masks that are actually really effective. They're two layer cotton with um, interfacing filter inside. Um, she made sure to work out the pattern the proper way and everything. So these are beautifully made masks that we're able to donate to different essential workers. Um, we've been handing them out all over. EMS, we were at. I'm just sitting here on my, uh, we talking about in the comments here, mm -hmm. working for HRA, she was like, they didn't get any masks. Yeah. And they had to buy their own. She got sent home for handing out gloves. Wow. So that's a conversation that's come up as well while we're doing all of this. Mm -hmm. One, um, I feel not the opposite of Nussie, but on a balance of it, because we've been saying both things that like, we were ready to, to get to work because that's what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, this is time for y'all to chill, chill laugh out. There's a lot of people mm -hmm. who just need to sit home and collect their checks. <laughs> and I mean that, no shots for real. There's a lot of people who just been going, going, going. But even for many of those people, at some time, I think something's gonna come up for you. Francis, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's Francis, where's my child? Um, what's gonna come up is like, man, I could do something, you know? We're not telling you, you need to do this. You need to be back, um, you need to be out. You need, no, don't, don't come out. You know, the, I won't say it's not for everybody because we believe this work is for everybody if it's in your heart. But um, if it doesn't, if it's not there right now, it's gonna come soon. Like, damn, I seen somebody in my building. I saw the the delivery person, the cashier person. You know, some of uh, the watchers right now they know they can make a mask or or whatever. The masks are just to start. It's, mm -hmm. The masks are just a thing. Like, yeah. it's not everyone's yeah. not gonna be making masks. There's other things to do and be um i'm doing comment monitoring <laughs> i don't know what's going on um so actually i think um yes for some people they get to chill and they get to be home and this is something they have other things they have, people have families people have they're adjusting in other different ways yeah. um all you are the mothers but all of you who are bored <laughs> you created and all of you who want to come outside and there's a lot of you right there's things that could be done. That's really, I'm going to say that. There's No, there's a lot of you that are just not doing shit that could be doing shit. I'm going to say that. Like, yo, like. She said it. Yeah, um, it's been two months. We're here. All right. You want to come out. You want to go, you know, jogging and shit like that. You want to, like, you know, smack off. Do something productive. Right? Um, like, actually do something productive. Like, don't just complain about the man won't do something for us. And uh, the man's not doing it for us, and you get to do it. Like, you get to put that in a little bit. I yeah, believe I there's some accountability of your own personal responsibility. That, uh, They're not giving you a mask. I'll give you a mask because I care about you. So, right. like. And I definitely, I, the, mm -hmm. like, I made that comment because, yeah, we're going to connect. Yeah. Basic. And we've been handing out masks to people that other people have been forgetting about it. The other people have not thought about, right? And many of these people are our own friends and family, right? Like, um, we just did an essential worker. And at that time, we did an essential worker. And at that time, the MTA had only had, I think, 31 deaths to their count. 
I don't know what that is now, but it was a whole lot higher. And at that time, they did not get masks. Thank you. They were not given masks. They were not given safety equipment. Um, I know a lot of people who are in essential positions that are not given safety equipment, right? And so, um, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I want to reiterate that. Like, let's not get it pulled. Let's not get it effed up that um, because they're letting us out or whatever that we still not in this together. Uh, we can now go do do what right. do what we're not done with this this is not done with us <laughs> it's not done with us um and while we're going through this we're going to be here iron perspective is going to be here i am protected is now here and i am protected yes <laughs> that, oh, we didn't say that right? but that's what we were talking about alluding to the mask and the efforts that we've been doing on our part <clears throat> uh we created i am i am protected and we wanted to bring all of the efforts that we're doing together. We wanted to link with the people in the city. Other people who are doing things. Other people who are doing things around the city. Other people who are making masks and making food and feeding people. Mm -hmm. uh, and bring all of that together to show how yeah. we can do that. We have homemade masks. Um, we've also, um, you know, in doing the work that we're doing now, people are reaching out to us in many different ways because people want to do things. Sometimes you just don't have the direction of what that looks like, right? So if you want to sew for us, Contact us, yeah, right? We, we have a pattern. We have the fabric. We, the we have plastic. We literally do. We have um, We're also getting. Um, if you want, if you know how to crochet, or if you're willing to crochet, there's a demand for you know the elastic hurts your ears, right? And it's really like deteriorating a lot of people's faces and noses. And so these there's holders, easy holders that you can crochet. Um, we're also looking to collect metro cards. Right, a lot of people are no longer using their metro cards. You're not getting on a subway. I'm not getting on a subway anytime soon, right? So, why are you holding on to these metro cards? You already expire. paid for it. They expire. Um, let's not waste it, right? You don't have to send it to us personally. We're not here trying to do all the work. But what we're at really asking for you to do is like, yo, you got a metro card? Give that to someone that can use it. If you don't want to send it to us, and that's what we're talking about on the smallest level of mm -hmm. doing something. You don't got to create iron perspective. This is a lot of work. <laughs> this is not for everybody but like we can we can start being creative Small things. we can start doing things in our sphere and, yeah. and make an impact so that's our metric initiative we have the masks we have our conversations we're doing a lot i know we talked about a whole lot of things today and we jumped around um this is what we've been waiting to do since the radio started it's like oh man this is us you got a little bit of us we today. are our own guests so thank y'all thank y'all for being here everybody that stayed in that mm -hmm. was dope got to kick it with us for a little bit mm -hmm. we're gonna do this again because follow us on instagram yeah follow us on instagram because there's a lot for us to talk about um i dot a m perspective i am perspective and then i am protected and then i am i dot am protected i am protected and then at radio and then at iap dot radio yeah. so we have a few different instagram but if you find us on one you find us on all it's yes all good. uh i'm perspective.com is always we got a lot a lot a lot of great things coming mm -hmm. and if you have like any ideas, yeah. If you yeah. have any ideas, if you want to collaborate somehow, if you think you can offer us some sort of assistance, like community, we are not here to do this alone. So yeah. we definitely need you during this time. We all need each other. Like, let's actually really like be what we need to be for us to get out of all this together. Yeah, we up and active. So thank y'all. Thank, thank y'all for guys. being here with us. Yes, we love you guys. We love you. Yes, and. Um, and I'm saying those words, and I'm like, <laughs> she don't even do that. For
But I, I do mean it. Yeah. Oh, that's a dope. Yeah, it's all in your face right there. Yeah. She don't even know many of you guys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to live. All right. Um, I appreciate yes, y'all. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm going to link with you. Much love, friends. Oh, All right. Friends. I'm going to end this. Let's end that. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> end that. I'm going to hit you on the DM. Thank y'all. All right, Prof. You.